Blog Talk Radio. Without limits. Today's show is titled Beware of Little Ex- Excuse Me. Today's show is titled How to Find the Link in Your Sales Funch- Funnel. Beware of little expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship, said Benjamin Franklin. Before you tackle this topic, You should know, most funnels don't work when you launch them, even if you're a pro. It may take two, three, four, or ten times until you get it right. And you can ask Russell who had to change his funnel for ClickFunnels six times before it converted. That is, if you're aware that the person who found the ClickFunnels, his name is Russell Brunson. And he has a lot of pre-made funnels that you can use when you were setting up a sales funnel. But just remember this. Even if you have it as a preset, you still need to change it to tell your story because the person you're selling is yourself. You're not actually selling the product because the idea of using a sales funnel is simple. It's to generate the name and the email address into your autoresponder, therefore, It allows you to then develop a relationship with them. Because just remember this, it takes at least four to five, even seven exposures before someone actually takes action on anything you send them with an email. People who don't launch their funnels because they are trying to get it perfect or deluded. Seriously, you'll never know if it's perfect until you launch it anyway. So put it out there, even if it's ugly, boring, and lame. That said, once it's out there, how are you able to troubleshoot where the issues are when they come up? Here are some of my Top tips for deciphering where your funnel might be leaking. The landing page. There's a super easy way to know if your landing page is converting. Look at the stats in the funnel. You want to see the number at 20% or higher 
And it's good if you can get at least 100 people to hit the landing page before you take that measurement. If 100 people hit the landing page and you have 20 email addresses, you're running industry average. Anything higher is super cool. Anything lower means there's a problem. This is why whenever you do anything, whether it's a website, a sales funnel, or even an e-learning course or a webinar, you have to test it. In fact, today on Quora, there was a question that someone wanted to launch a product, and they wanted to know what to do. Simple. Do a market research first. That way, you get an idea what the need is in your niche and whether or not they will buy your product. Why people think that just because it's out there, it's going to be like the field of dreams and people will just come and pour themselves and buy on the first click that they get. It doesn't happen. That's why sales funnels are so important. And telling your story in an email is the best way to do that because you know what? People connect with you by your story. Does your story connect with their story? Does it hit a nerve? Does it make them want to, to, to look further, to develop that relationship with you? If they don't, then you are not about to get a sale. Most of the time, the problem is with the offer. It's just not good enough or sweet enough. I know no one wants to hear that, but it's the most common issue. If you know your offer is incredible, the next issue to look at is copy. Copy is the second most important part of a sales funnel, and so if you're a professional copywriter, get the two funnel scripts right away. If your offer is amazing and your copy is incredible and your landing page conversion rate is less than 20%, then your problem is simple. Now, copywriting is something that you can learn. And if you know someone that's got some templates to use, it's helpful. But you always have to take those templates and put it in your words and personalize it so that your potential customers are getting to know you. This is a simple fact. If you want to develop a relationship with people, they need to get to know you through your story. That way, if you brand them to you, then no matter what product you're selling, people will flock to it simply because you offered it. 
the traffic. If you're using Facebook ads, this means your audience targeting stinks. Or your Facebook ad graphic and copy is misleading the people who are clicking. If you're using something like solo ads, they might just be crappy leads. If you're using something like podcasts or social media to get traffic, you can have a crazy offer that's amazing, but it's not speaking to your people. You need to spend a bit more time with them. I've had people who've launched funnels to their list, so warm and, and hot traffic, and it converted really well. But then on the ads, nada. That means the offer was great for people who know you well and already have a built-in trust with you through their relationship with you. But cold traffic needs more high, or rather, cold traffic needs more help before they trust you enough to buy. Remember this, when you are developing a relationship with someone through emails, you need to tell them the story. You need to, to have something that they connect with. And even in your ads, you have to target them. And you need to know who your target audience is because when you connect with your target audience, then they are more likely to purchase from you. Therefore, it's up to you to be aware of just how you can develop that relationship. And remember, the best thing you can do is work on yourself. Because when you work on yourself and you understand who you are and you actually know what industry you want to work in and you actually know what the niche you want to work in within that industry, then you know what their problem is and you know how to solve that problem and you can really show them through a solo ad and how that can literally help you connect to them to help them to want to click for you. And if the issue is with your Facebook ad, it'll be really obvious because no one will be clicking or the cost per conversion will be super high. If no one is clicking, it really just goes back to the same problem that your landing page has because your Facebook ad is advertising your landing page, the offer and or the copy is usually the problem. And if both these things are dialed in, it's audience 
targeting. So as you can see, it's pretty easy to diagnose that part of the funnel. People get so hung up on headlines and colors, all the tiny little adjustments that change a conversion rate on the page. But the moral of the story is get your offer right and write darn good copy. And the best way to write darn good copy is to practice, to keep practicing and keep practicing and have a certain group of people that you can get on an email list that will critique your emails until you know what works and what clicks with your audience. In the order of importance, diagnose your funnel this way. Check to see if the offer is amazing. One way to do this is to look at your free offer and price it as a product. Then sit with it. Would you pay money for what you're giving away? If you wouldn't, then it's not good enough. Remember this. Your initial offer, whether it's a white paper, whether it's an ebook, whether it's just a very low front end item, you need to know if it will actually click with your audience. Get the copyright. This means the message and position. How are you positioning it? Adjust the audience targeting. This is pretty simple to do. Keep trying new audience targets until you get one that converts. The tripwire or intro funnel. The tripwire funnel only has two pages. It's the opt-in page and it's the thank you page. But you can also add in a sales page and always use video. Why do we want to talk about video? Because remember, you are dealing with the millennials. You are dealing with Generation Z. The millennials grew up with MTV and the personal computer. Generation Z are the digital age. So they do everything online. But you still need to be aware of what the messages that you want to give them. All right, so your landing page conversion rate is 40%. Your ads are doing well, but no one is buying. This means there's an issue with the tripwire sales page. How do you know? If it's not doing well, go to the industry average. You want to see a buy rate of 1% to 5%. I've seen higher, 6 to 10% to cold traffic. But once 100 people opt in, 
you want to see a minimum of one to five sales, a couple really critical things to note. If your Facebook pixel and our ad account is new, it'll take longer, so give it time. Facebook needs to figure out who likes your stuff. Then you have to consider the buy rate of the people that actually see the offer. So your subscribers, not the number of people that have hit the landing page. If 100 people have hit the sales page and you've got no sales, guess what? It's most likely the offer or the copy. I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but it's the same issue over and over again. You simply use a little math and stats to see where the drop-off is, and then go after offer first, copy second. Now, when you need to consider this, that when, why you use a sales funnel on Facebook advertising is because if you're selling or linked to and promoting a multi-level marketing company or a affiliate marketing company where it's not your domain name, then most likely it won't reach anyone whether it's done organically or whether it's done by advertising because Facebook doesn't like to send their members to affiliate marketing or multi-level marketing websites. But if you have your own domain name or you use a sales funnel, then you are more likely to get the opportunity to sell your product to your niche market. The one-time offer. If you're running a funnel with an OTO and it isn't converting, first, make sure that you know what is normal. I've seen anywhere from 2 to 10% of people take a well-placed one-time offer. Again, that number has to be calculated based on how many people see it. So if you've got 100 people hitting your landing page, 40 people opting in and seeing the tripwire offer with all the industry averages, there may not even be a person who's seen the one-time offer yet. So again, Time is definitely a factor. You need enough people through the funnel to make it statistically significant. That's crunch some of the numbers. Now, before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about one-time office because when you're putting someone through a sales funnel and they opt in, then you may want to send them to an upsell, which is a one-time offer discount for a product, or you want to send them 
to a downsell one-time offer for a product. And what you do is that when you put these products in, remember, if you have a membership site where these products are sitting, that you've already priced them at a specific level, well, then the best thing you can do is drop that by, say, 20 to 25% and let them know that the next time they see that offer, that low price will not be there. Therefore, what you're doing is you're creating an urgency with your potential customers that they need to buy now or they will be paying a higher price later. Now, let's crunch the numbers. 500 people land on your landing page. 40% of people opt in. That's 200 new subscribers. Out of that, 3% of the people buy in your tripwire. That's six purchases. And of those, 10% of the people buy the one time offer. And that's six tenths of a person. So what does that mean? Now let's run 5,000 people to your landing page. 5,000 people land on your landing page. 40% of people opt in. 2,000 new subscribers. 3% of people buy Tripwire. That's 60 purchases. 10% of people from those 60 purchases will buy the one-time offer, and that's six purchases. So as you can see, if you can increase traffic to your landing page, or at least the conversions on your landing page, the OTO issues usually solve themselves. If you can't get conversions on the one-time offer, even though the rest of the funnel is working well, most of the time it's because you're not creating a good, solve, agitate cycle. What this means is that your one-time offer doesn't match the tripwire. One of my clients' funnels, she sells a brand course and then upsells a web course. They work really well together, but if her one-time offer was more branding, people would be less likely to buy because the tripwire has already satisfied the appetite for branding. The price difference might be too high as well. If your tripwire is $27, I wouldn't try to sell a one-time offer any higher than $197 max. Now, here's something else to think about, that it's important that you consider webinar funnels. And why is that? Because the idea is that when you are on a webinar, then you are interacting with that 
person. And they're getting to know you. And when they're getting to know you, you have an opportunity to sell them. Now, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I, as a speaker and a trainer, have also used teleseminars. And what that meant in a teleseminar was that you were doing an intro to a webinar or to a presentation or an e-learning course. And what you would do in that case is that you would offer that the first 10 to 15 people, when they finished the teleseminar, if they would go to a specific website and they purchased, then they would get the discount. Therefore, what would happen is if you had 100 or 200 people in your teleseminar and and out of that you had, say, 25 people that actually went over to get your offer, then what that meant is you actually made a sale of at least 10 to 15 people. Therefore, it was giving you the opportunity to break even on any advertising that you done. Well, today, we actually can do this with a sales funnel. And it's called a webinar funnel because what you're doing is getting people to opt in to take your webinar. Okay, for those of you running webinar funnels, you might feel like it's harder to diagnose the problem. You'll use the same metrics for the landing page. And in terms of how many people should watch your webinar, it's somewhere between 30 to 50% of people that should show up. Email sequences are hugely important in webinar funnels, so don't skimp on those. And what you can do whenever you set up a funnel is you make sure that it's linked to an autoresponder. Therefore, what you're, what you're also doing is as people are opting in to participate in your webinar, then you are collecting their names and their email addresses. And that is giving you the opportunity to create a relationship with them so you can sell them down the road. And If you're going to get a decent opt-in rate and show-up rate, you're not seeing between 5 to 10% of people buy off the webinar, then it's the webinar script. And the webinar script is directly tied to your offer. So, again, offer and copy. If you're a new funnel builder, try not to get distracted by the tech and the design. To get a working funnel, the offer and the copy are the two most critical components of any funnel. 
And if those are right, ugly or not, a funnel will convert once you get in front of the right audience. Remember something. We've been talking about sales funnels and the importance of using sales funnels. Well, in today's marketplace, they are very important, and they each page in the sales funnel has to be consistent, and it has to brand itself to you. The colors have to be consistent. The message has to be consistent. Everything has to be consistent in a way that it's actually getting there so that you can reach your target audience and build your sales. And remember this, it's up to you to decide how you are going to sell to the people that you want to reach. And make sure that you know what message it is that they want to hear. Remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. And you can sign up for individual coaching, or you can sign up to participate in our group coaching sessions. And we will work with you specifically to put your right message in front of your clients. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.